the Sloppy Seconds podcast is back. We were a full squad again. It's been a while, so having Nihal and Jeremy with me creating content was definitely a good time. Uh, football season's right around the corner, so expect some more football podcasts. Things like fantasy football, sports betting, and then different storylines throughout the season. Um, Jeremy's a big football junkie, so that's his specialty. So expect a lot of football stuff. Um, But yeah, it was good to have a full house again. Um, This episode specifically, we talked about the Bears, potential head coaching fits if Nagy were to get fired, um, and different awards, some betting some betting stuff over unders and wins for a few teams. We looked at stuff that we thought were locks, so we gave those takes. Um, the awards like MVP, uh, Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, stuff like that. So hope you guys enjoy it, and we're looking forward to pumping out some new content. So thank you. All right, Justin Fields first. Preseasons are in the books. I want to hear your guys' thoughts. Lifelong Bears fans. We'll start off with Jeremy. Super Bowl bound, baby. That's all I can say. This year, we're making it. Finally. This is our year. This is our team. Uh, but in, in all seriousness, I think if we've ever seen a quarterback on the Bears that could lead us to the promised land, it's this guy. I mean, I think he's made so many incredible throws in this preseason that it's definitely put me on the hype train of he needs to start week one. And I think last night definitely proved that, too. I mean, did you guys watch the game at all? Yeah, I, I saw the throw. That dime to Horstead in the, the corner of the end zone was – that's a throw Mitch would never ever make like a back shoulder throw with the defenders right there right on the like sideline like Mm -hmm. that was incredible so yeah I'm sold on fields I think he should he should be starting um and Natty's gonna get like calls for his head off if fields isn't in by like week six seven at the max like I I don't know how long he can sit on the bench for with Dalton so you think he should be starting week one I now I think so, yeah. Before I didn't, but now I definitely think he should be. Okay. Okay. Uh, Neil. I I think the Bears are bad, so I don't think there's any rush. Looks really good. Uh, his ability to keep the plays alive with his legs is something that you know you're not going to get with Andy Dalton, and something you definitely didn't get with Nick Foles. Um, but he looks good. He looks confident. He looks very poised. I, you see those throws yesterday, Jay. Like he was like really composed in the pocket. Like he stood, he like slid up in the pocket and made some nice like throws up the middle. I really like that throw. Thread the needle on the sideline in the end zone. There it was a mm. great throw. Who the hell was that white guy? That white receiver with the long hair. He was he was really good. Jesper Horstead. He had three touchdowns last night. He's like our fourth tight end. Is he going to make the roster? No, he's been on the team for a while, so maybe. But we have Jesse James, who also has been pretty good. Um, okay, okay. I'm not sure. I don't know. But okay, I yeah. do. I do like a lot about Fields is when he is under pressure and he does run out of the pocket. Mm-hmm. He has the ability to kind of like he can turn his speed on, like when he needs to, and when mm-hmm. he doesn't need to, like defenders kind of underestimate him. Like he's kind of like 
slowing down, trying to, like, make time for a play. And then if he needs to go, he just fucking hits a hole and he goes 20, 30, 40 yards and you can't stop him. Like, that's, yep. that's the kind of guy we need right now. I've also noticed he he's not really making a lot of mistakes out there. Uh, that one for his first game where he probably had, you know, he was nervous. He had that one bad fumble, but they got it back. And I, I think he's – for me personally, if I, if I was a Bears fan, I wouldn't want him to start right away, especially with the with the bad line. Um, there's no rush. Like Nihal said, it is a bad – it is a bad team. I don't think it's going to really go that far this year. Um, so I feel like there would be really no point in throwing him to the Wolves right away. And you never know with Andy Dalton. I, I like Andy Dalton. I've always been a, a Dalton truther. We had a pod earlier that I said he's a franchise quarterback. Put respect to his name. After May 4th, 2020, hurt. I'll give you that. Yep. After uh, the uh, Dak injury. So uh, for me, the thing with with uh, Justin Fields is I, I don't really tr- – I, I, I really want to see him more – more reps against first-team defenses – where he has to like make the play that's like scripted, or he do some line of scrimmage like cadence calls. Because I feel like a lot of the plays with his legs, plays break down. Which you love that in a franchise quarterback, right? You, you you want him to be able to break out of the pocket, make plays with his legs, and do all that. But that won't happen a lot against the good teams. Like you won't be able to do that. They just break them all down against first team good defenses. So I really want to see what Nagy has in the store. And and that's a big thing. Do like do we trust Nagy's play call? Because even against that one with like the second preseason game, that did not look good at all. Like he did not look like that game was terrible, dude. That game was awful. So with, like like for that, for example, like I had some friends say that after that game, they wanted Nagy like fired right after the game. Um, <laughs> so that's the, that's the thing with me. I don't really trust Nagy. Like obviously, you don't want a quarter like a coach getting keep recycling coaches with a young quarterback having to learn a bunch of playbooks, but. You never know. I, I don't want to see my our, our, our franchise cornerstone getting thrown to the wolves with a bad team. We'll see how AD does out there. Um, and I, I feel like it has they have to show some promise, right? I feel like Nagy wants Fields out there. Would, would you agree with this, Jay and Nihal? Would, would you say that Nagy wants Fields out there? Because I feel like his job really depends on if this offense looks promising with Fields in it. You know what I mean? That That's a good point, but like – I, like Jay said, I think it's going to be like a week five, six thing. Like with Tua, how he came in for uh, Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. It's I, I think it's like – that's kind of like the norm for like new quarterbacks where it's like if you, you know, you have another quarterback, you might as well go with the veteran guy if you, you know. So, in reality, like I don't think he's going to put him in before he needs to. Dude, and, like, all of Chicago always gets mad over every little thing. Like, Nagy already is hated by everybody. What's going to make a difference if he plays in week one or week six at this point? I say just wait. Yeah, it's. I think that's probably the right decision, and I don't think we're contending for anything with the line that we have right now, which is awful. Um, but either way, as long as we have fields on this team, he makes the team better. Like, if he's taking second quarterback reps in practice, like, He's making the defense better. Or, like, if someone gets injured, he needs to step it up. Like, he'll be ready to go. Like, he, I mean, it, this could be a Herbert situation all over, like, where mm-hmm. Dalton gets a concussion or some shit because our line sucks. And then Fields has to come in and he lights it up. So, uh, at least we have our guy right now and we can build around that. So, right. So, future. let me put this scenario towards you, Jay. Let me, let me ask you this. I feel like there's a sense – 
of urgency for the Dolphins last year to throw two out there because how successful Herbert was and how successful um, Joe Burrow looked. So I felt like they were like, oh, I, we want to see how our young guy compares. And then a lot of that, I think, had to do with the upcoming draft. They had a lot of they had high picks. So they wanted to see if Tua was even good enough uh, mm-hmm. to fill that roster or they wanted to replace him right away. Do you think there can be a situation where even if Andy Dalton isn't playing horrible, like he's actually playing decent, obviously they're not winning, they're going to win games. So let's say they're not winning games, but he's playing well. Do you think, let's say Zach Wilson lights it up. Let's say Trey Lance somehow gets in there, lights it up. Trevor Lawrence is playing really well. Do you think the Bears will get tempted to maybe just throw fields out there, even though Dalton's not playing bad, but they're just losing games? Yeah, they'll feel the pressure. And I think they'll feel the pressure from people in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um is it what they'll do? I don't think so. I think they're going to stick with Dalton as long as they can, but I don't but, know. That's, that's I, I don't, like I don't think the they questions. want a whole other Mike Glennon situation in Chicago. Like, uh, it's oh, like, my God, yeah. And if anyone needed to sit for an entire year, it was Mitch. I like that. I know Glennon was god-awful, but it was literally – they were in a worse spot than they were this year. They should have just benched – Trubisky for the whole year, and I think now can be like weary with putting Fields in the game. Plus, he's like, didn't you know he had a little uh, banged up in preseason, didn't he? He had a games. groin thing, and I don't, yeah. I don't think it's anything too serious. But I mean, groin no, injuries but it's can like, linger. Why? Why even risk it at that point? Like, why even bother? No, I want to say. Uh, let me take it this way. Let me take it this way. I know it's a preseason game, but Mitch Trubisky looked pretty damn good. Against us, against the Bears. Oh, God. Would you say, let's say Trubisky, uh, you know, you don't you don't want to see injury, but let's say Trubisky goes out there for the Bills somehow. Let's say Allen gets hurt or something, and he's playing, and he plays really well. Do you think that – how bad would that look for Nagy? How, how terrible would that be? I, you know what? I don't think it would be bad because it's like – no, uh, that – that's a lie. I'm sorry. Not all of Chicago hates him, but like I at this point, Mitch, he's right? pr- at this point he's proven Jay's that been he a cannot win. And Jay has been a mistruther. I, I mean, at this point, he's just proven that he cannot. Like, you know, he's not going to win in Chicago. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. There was no way we were going to keep him after that season, anyway. Like, everybody was so fed up with them. Nagy's going to lose his job. Pace might lose his job. There was no possible scenario where they could have kept him. You know what I mean? And if he plays well, I think that's just on Nagy for being a bad coach. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And let's, let's take it that. Let's take it this way. Cause this is where we want to take it. I think we all are kind of not really sold on Matt Nagy. His future as the, as a bears heads coach. Um, we thought it was interesting. We were being Jay were talking about this out of the pod about Doug Peterson being at that one practice. Cause I, I didn't mm-hmm. know. Do you, did you know the relation because is it they're both Reed guys? Yeah. Is that what it was? Why yeah. they were he was both visiting Reed guys? They're very close. Like their families are pretty close to one another. Um, and I think like Peterson was going to a couple camps. He went to the Colts as well. He linked up with Wentz for a practice. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think they're just very close. And he came to a Bears practice wearing Bears gear, and he had like plays on a clipboard. So he was running plays or something, and. Nagy said in a press conference that, like, he appreciates Doug's wisdom and he gets, like, feedback from him now that he's not a head coach and he can tell him this kind of stuff. So, so do you think Doug Peterson will could eventually become, like, an assistant coach for the team? Or do you think that he was just coming as a friend? Or is, is that the plan? 
I think it's more of a friend, but honestly, if we could get him on our staff at some, some way, like shape or form, that would be great for the bears. I mean, he's only had one record sub 500, I think one season sub 500. So, so, so would you say this, let's say Matt Nagy offense blows again next, like last year, they average less than 20 points a game again. Um, yeah. Would you, if Bears get rid of Nagy, they fire him, would you be okay with the Doug Peterson hire? I, I would be, because Peterson's master of the RPO, and if you have Justin Fields running an RPO-style offense, I think he'll flourish. He'll be able to tuck the ball and run when he needs to and get the yards and keep the short down type check down throws. But he's also got that deep ball, which if teams are caught off guard, he could just kill you, so... I mean, I don't think he'll be our head coach in the next five years, but if he is, I wouldn't be surprised. He'd be a good fit. Nihal? I mean, yeah, I, I'd i take Doug Peterson over Matt Nagy with, with a lot of happiness. I, I wouldn't mind that at all. Dude, I mean, like, how can you like Nagy at all if you're a Chicago fan? Really, like, realistically, his football is so conservative, and now his offense isn't even there at all. So, like, why not go with a guy like Peterson? who's won a Super Bowl. And like Jay said, he's had one season under 500 and he got fired. So so I think the thing with Nagy is at least the, the, the talking heads that are not Chicago Bears sports guys, that they like the ESPN guys that watch. I, I think they say that – I think whole, the whole Nagy protection clause is that he has, oh, he's above 500 with, uh, with Mitch Trubisky as his quarterback. Like that's his whole thing. Like Mitch sucks and – Nagy had a was handicapped coaching out there because he had no quarterback. But that's the thing I was trying to get to with with Trubisky. If he looks good on another team, that really looks bad on Nagy. Is if that's his whole crutch that since Trubisky was his quarterback, he's five hundred. He's twenty eight and twenty two uh, career wise. But I wanted to get into the Doug Peterson thing with you, Jay and, and you all. So Doug Peterson career is forty two and thirty seven as a head coach. He started yeah. his first year in 2016 as a Philadelphia head coach. He went seven and nine, so that was an under under 500 record there. Then he went 13 and three Super Bowl champions. That's when Carson Wentz looked electric and got hurt, and then Nick Foles came in, big Dick Nick style. Yeah. Then went back to back nine and seven years, disappointing. Um, so that's when the kind of the decline started happening. Still above 500, but they weren't reaching expectations. And then last year it was abysmal, four and eleven and one. I want to play a, a little game with you guys. Well, we'll I'll ask Jay and, and Nihal too. You both give your opinions. I'm gonna name head coaches in the NFL, and you're gonna tell me if you take Doug Peterson over them. All right. Okay. Let's start off with this. We we'll go one. Mike McCarthy. Yep. Yeah. Doug Peterson over him. Okay. Both both Super Bowl winners. Well, we're, we're, are we all in agreement with Peterson? Are you? Yeah, but Mike that... McCarthy's a fat shit, so I don't want him on my team. Yes, I would take Peterson over McCarthy. I feel like McCarthy is just—I don't know what it is. I feel like maybe his his, play, his coaching style is so out of it. It's just not with the times now. Because I, I don't think he's a good coach at all, especially with this Cowboys. I feel like the Cowboys have such a promising offense. It just—it's just hindered by McCarthy. I don't know. I, I just. With the with the Rodgers thing, is his play calling was so vanilla. It was just oh, Aaron Rodgers just make a great play, and they sucked. They couldn't do shit because he had no creativity whatsoever. All right, next one, David Culley hasn't coached a game yet. Hasn't been a head coach yet. 
coach of the Texans. Um, I feel like I, I don't know why they hired him. Deshaun Watson, before all this stuff happened, like when he was still considered a good guy, uh, didn't vouch for this guy at all, and they still hired him. Um, so I, I don't really know. There's nothing you could say there. Hadn't coached a game, but I think I'd still take Doug Peterson over him, right? I think you have to. I mean, you got a Super Bowl winning head coach out there without a job right now. And then you have this bum, David Culley, who's never coached a fucking game. He's literally sent your franchise quarterback off the team. Like, he, Deshaun Watson, uh, legal cases pending, is a generational talent. And he's rumored to be traded to the Dolphins. Like, there's a deal in principle set right now. So, I think in the next coming days, I'm pretty sure he'll be gone. I don't know how you do that and ruin a team that bad. I mean, you got to be worse than Bill O'Brien, which is saying something. Just want to put out that we do not condone Deshaun Watson's alleged behavior. We don't. We don't do that as long as seconds podcast. Just putting it out there. All right. Next. I, I, I think we agreed. I'm going to put it out there again. Starting from scratch, you have this roster. No head coach. You're looking for a head coach. Would you rather have Nagy or Peterson? Nihal, what do you think? That's tough. But, like... I, I don't understand how you could say Nagy even as a like, you know, not even as a Bears fan. Like, how can you say Nagy over Peterson? You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's say you're the Chiefs. Would you rather have Nagy or Peterson? Right. See, but that's the thing, though. I feel like Nagy runs these offenses that are like too hard for the Bears players to understand. But you give an offense like the Chiefs, and maybe he would, you know, he could do something more than Peterson could. You know, but like. Oh, shit. I mean, if I want the if I'm coaching the Bears, I'm taking Peterson over Nagy right now. I'd take Peterson over Nagy. Okay. I I'm also taking Peterson over Nagy because he is a track record of making his quarterback successful. Carson Wentz had that MVP season. That's all thanks to him and his coaching style. Even mm-hmm. when Wentz went down, he changed the game plans to fit Nick Foles and like that was something Foles mentioned in uh, like an interview in this off season that when he was playing, the offense didn't really change towards his play style. Like you could tell Foles was slow as shit and he could not run the same plays that were ran by Trubisky. So if we had a Peterson type, I think he'd be able to take advantage of, okay, is Dalton playing? Is Dalton starting? Let's run these plays for Dalton. And if Fields is playing starting, let's run these plays for him. So I think, just having that and a Super Bowl winning coach on our team, like I think that'll do something for us that Nagy isn't bringing. I agree. I agree with you guys. All right, next one, Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff. Yeah, I would say Cliff as well. You take Cliff. I don't know though. That's a tough. Oh, up. you know what? This should uh, segue into our over under for wins because I got Cardinals as my lock. My lock. Nihal Gunda excited about his totals, NFL totals yeah. over-unders wins. Yeah, Nihal's he, he a, little, a little anxious. We got a couple more, so we'll hold your horses. Um, oh, I already know my lock. So, for me, Kingsbury is one of those, is my candidates for the coach that could be fired after this year. I, I'm i not really super sold on him. I think he relies a lot on, on, on the Kyler Murray's running around and playmaking ability. He's got a great team now, so we'll see what they do. I I, still, I think they're not going to make the playoffs. Still, I, I, they're my team out in that division. NFC West is not going to make it. 
So yeah, I'm, it's, it's a tough division too. It's a tough division for sure, but I just I feel like they're gonna flounder somehow, and I I'd still take if I had like a random team like give me a, like a Detroit Lions, I think I'd rather have Peterson over Kingsbury. That's just might just be me though. I I'm not really sold on him as a head coach. Thirteen and eighteen and one overall. Um, so we'll see though. He has a lot of uh, potential to do something this year. All right, two more. We'll we'll just I'll name both of them and give me it. Zach Taylor. Cincinnati Bengals coach and Vic Fangio. The, the Vic Fangio is a good one. Zach Taylor, no chance. I'm taking Doug Peterson, but yeah, I agree. Vic Fangio, uh, I honestly like. I don't. I don't count last year for him because he literally had injuries up the ass. But I. I don't even know. I. I want to say I, Vic Fangio, honestly. I'd take Peterson uh, just because Fangio, I don't know if he's meant to be a head coach. He might be meant to be a, a defensive coordinator, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but, coach. like, dude, if you uh, – their offense was bad last year. That's true. But, like, they're getting Von Miller back. They just got um, Patrick yeah. Sertan. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. With, with Drew Locke, like, how sad is it that, you know, like, I, I like Teddy Bridgewater. But how sad is it you're not beating out Teddy Ridgewater at preseason camp? You know what I mean? With all the hype that was with Drew Locke, like, how, how are you not beating him out, dude? I think that was determined already, though. I, I didn't think he ever would have had a chance to win. Because you, you bring in Teddy as an answer for Drew Locke. And, like, I think it's easier to start with Teddy and go back to Drew if you have to. But um, I don't know. Either way, that quarterback situation is so messy. You're – so much better off if you take Justin Fields there and not have to worry about that. that was shocking. What was it? Why, why did they take him? It was something with his, his, his epilepsy. epilepsy. Come on, yeah. that's, that's brutal. Shout out Benny B. Sorry. Hate to be a Yeah, fan. I was actually with Benny G at the Sox game at the moment of the Broncos pick, and he was actually in tears when they picked Patrick Sertan. Oh, I, I remember it like it was yesterday. Man Poor was in tears. G. Poor Benny G. For the, for the, the viewers, uh, Benny G is a friend of ours. Goes to Colorado. Um, goes to Boulder. So, big Broncos fan there. Um, sad. Sad he passed on a potential franchise quarterback for a guy that couldn't beat out Teddy Bridgewater. Um, so, it's sad. All right. If Justin Fields has problems with epilepsy, we're going to eat our words so bad. Like That's bad. Yeah. yeah. He Pretty never bad. has in a single game of his career. So, I think we'll be okay, but – I mean, I, I'd bet I'd bet we're okay too. All right, so we're going to transition to the next next portion of our uh, podcast here. We're going to do a little betting. That's Jeremy's specialty. Uh, Lazowski loves those the NFL sports bets. He gave me oh, a couple great locks last year. Hit some massive parlays. So uh, we love to do these in our podcast because I feel Jay gets us um, gets us a good value here. So we'll yeah, do, subscribe we'll to my with- annual package for picks. It's about a thousand a year. Send me a Venmo, please. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna go over. Nobody under. buy that. <laughs> we'll go wins losses. No, we're talking about sports betting. Jay is good at sports betting. Fantasy is another thing. Fantasy is a whole other issue. We oh don't take advice here. But okay, wins losses over under. We're each gonna give two of our best locks that we think are absolute locks, and we're gonna go through them. We're gonna debate them or agree or disagree. Then we'll go to MVP. Then we'll go coach of the year. Defensive player of the year, and then offensive and defensive rookie of the year. All right? Sounds good. Okay. So, we'll start off with over-under wins. I've, I'll give my first lock. And for me, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers at eight and a half. They're eight and a half. 
and under Mike Tomlin, with the 17 game season now, well, in the past, they have never had an under 500 record under Mike Tomlin. So all they got to do is go nine and eight, and then they're good. I actually think they'll make the playoffs this year somehow. They they lost a lot of pieces, but I still think with Big Ben, he's got his offensive coordinator that he loves now, supposedly. So we'll see there. With Big Ben, you got some talented offense, and you still got TJ Watt playing defense. I think that team can still get you nine wins, very least nine wins. So I think that's my first lock. Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm betting on Mike Tomlin. I haven't been a huge Mike Tomlin supporter, but when I heard that they never even had an under 500 record with them, I feel like eight and a half of the Steelers is a good bet. Yeah, you got a lean Ben Roethlisberger as well, too. He, he lost some weight, apparently, in the offseason and said that he doesn't eat he, – he likes to eat ice cream, is what he said. He doesn't like to eat avocado ice cream like Tom Brady. So, uh, solid lock. Avocado tequila, dude, idiot. <laughs> That's a terrible flavor. All right, That's Jay, what are you saying? Uh, solid lock. I, I don't know about that team just because it's so – it's a tough division, and I kind of felt like similar to – um, Philip Rivers last year. Like I, this is probably one of Ben's last years, and he's trying to make one more run just because. Like, mm-hmm. still, I, the team didn't really do much, and the same could go for the Saints. So, definitely a tough one, though. I mean, if you're going to be rooting for Ben, I mean, go for it. But I don't know. I I would go somewhere else with my bet. Okay, Jay, what's yours then? Lead us there. Lock, number one lock of the year. I shout out to my. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars insiders in Grant Hill and Joe Mass, of course. Jags, six and a half wins at minus 120. I'm taking the under. This Jacksonville Jaguars team under Urban Meyer has looked awful this preseason. And Trevor Lawrence, the number one overall pick, I don't think he's the number one quarterback in this class. So I am betting against the Jags. I don't think it's very hard to do. They've been nothing but trash for the last how many years now. This defense isn't any better. They signed a ton of, like, mediocre pieces this offseason. No one to really make, like, big plays. Give me under six and a half wins easily, and I'll, I'll be happy watching them lose every single week. Nihal, you agree with that? I, I Yeah, I, I, that was one of my, like, fringe ones under for the Jags. I, I mean, what did you have, Matt, Jay? Six and a half? Six and a half on yeah, DraftKings. Yeah, that, that's what I saw, too. And honestly – I, I gotta agree. I mean, you really see the Jags winning seven games. That's a lot. Like, I don't, I don't, I couldn't possibly imagine that. No, I. That was a, that was an easy one. I, I that's a, one of my locks as well. Um, so I agree with you, Jay. That, that team just sucks. Like, I, I don't trust Urban Meyer. This power running offense. Like, he did, that's a college his college scheme. Like, ETN's hurt. That they have a lot of offensive talent with like Lavisca Chanel, Chark, and and Lawrence, but the line sucks. Didn't they get rid of like a bunch of defenders too? Like, are they are they going to be good at defense? Like, is that their, what's their thing? Like, they're for me they're they're a candidate for like the there are some bets online like will a team finish zero and seventeen? And that for me they're one of them. Obviously they play the Texans though, and the Texans suck. Like they stink. So yeah. I think either of those teams where I was like just thinking about betting just for fun over or going 0 and 17 um, for the season. But I agree with you, Jen. All right, Neil, give us your All right. Like I said, one of my locks was the Cardinals over eight and a half, but disagree. Uh, 
I'm going to follow that up with uh, – I know you guys think that division is tough. Niners under 10.5, easy. Oh. I'm, I'm, I think Cardinals are going to be what people think the Niners are going to be this year. I, how can you think – I don't understand what – where they got um, – Ten and a half for the Niners, but they they barely know their quarterback situation. I think it's the same thing with the Bears. Like they they want to play Trey Lance, but I think they have to find a proper time to put him in. And it's like, do you really think their offense is going to win them eleven games this year? Do you think that's possible? Uh, yeah, I so I like I like the Forty Niners. Ten and a half is a big number, but. So eleven and six, they had to go eleven and six, right? For yeah, for the over, I I think they could do it. I, I their defense is insane. They're getting all the defensive players back. I think they have their quarterback situation picked. I, I think it's Garoppolo until Garoppolo gets hurt because I think they, they've been they're win, they're really good under Garoppolo. I think he gets a bad rep for like that finals uh, NFL championship Super Bowl meltdown, um, which I don't think it was all his fault. I, I think he's a good quarterback, and he just he always gets hurt, so they had to get Lance as, as backup, and you're, you're not going to pass up on, like, that generational talent that he could be. So I, I think they're good. I think they're going to be good. I think they'll make the playoffs. I, the Cardinals, for me, is my odd team out. Um, but, yeah, I, I think they have a more, like, structured system, and it's not really, like – I think they have a good – I think they have it figured out more than you think. How about you, Jay? I'm I'm in agreement with you right now. I think they're over that mark, and you know, they missed a lot of pieces last season, a lot of injuries, and even I mean, yeah, Jimmy Nick G Bosa is... being gone didn't help, but I I, I don't think they're I don't think they're just gonna come back and start tearing it up for eleven wins. I, I let think me tell you this: what do you think Jimmy Garoppolo? Don't look it up. What do you think Jimmy G's win record is in his career right now? Uh, I know this. I know it's really, really well because I actually look at stats all the time, and I'm pretty sure it's probably – well, how many games does he play? Can you at least tell me how many 48, games he played? 48 games played. He's played 48 games. I'm guessing he has plus more than 35 wins. 36-12 and 12 record, 75% yep, look at that. win percentage for games he's played. If he's starting 11 games this year, and frankly, I don't know if he will make it through all of those, but – I think this team just overall is way too good. I think they're the best in this division. I mean, you can make an argument for the Seahawks here, but I don't think Kingsbury is going to win this division over a Kyle Shanahan type of guy. And I, Brandon IU, keep an eye out for him this year because he is going to feast. And it doesn't matter who's going against him. He's going to be one of the best receivers in the NFL. I agree. I, I love IU. Like I said, I, I agree with you guys. They look like they're getting all their players back. They look like a good team. But like you said, Jimmy Garoppolo injuries. They somehow always, other than that Super Bowl year, they managed to, like, melt down during the season. Like, I, I don't Is see Trey how... Lance it? Do you think Trey Lance is the answer to this team? I think, I think Trey Lance is a great pick. I actually think he'll be good. I my, I was thinking uh, Mac, not Mac Jones, but Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson would end up not panning out like people thought they would, honestly, for where they were okay. picked. I think Trey Lance is pretty good after looking at him in the preseason and, and watching him play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think – I still think Lawrence will be the best because I think the very le- – at the very least, what, he's a he's a starter for the whole, his whole career and they just say well, he hasn't been thing. what he's supposed to be. But, like, 
obviously Lance is an insane upside, and I think he'll be good. I think he'll be good because Shanahan, he's in an amazing situation. Yeah. So, and that's why I think that the Forty Nineers will be good. Like in in a in a slugfest or when it's getting down to the wire, like I, I'd rather have Shanahan and, and this team and this roster's build than seeing like, having Kingsbury and like the Cardinals. You know what I mean? I feel like the Cardinals have a, have a few big names. Like they have Murray and Hopkins and then Watt, but like I don't, I don't really fear them. I don't fear James Conner, you know what I mean? Um, so I, I think that's why I think it's going to be the Forty ers more than the the Cardinals. But to each his own. Who's your All next right, let's lock, do, Jay? Let's do snack. Let's do snake. Uh, Nihal, you go. Give us your okay. next one. My next one. I feel like you guys aren't going to like this one either, but I'm taking <laughs> I'm taking Raiders over seven. Whoa. Why Raiders dude? over seven? Yeah, give me your give me your insight on this one here, dude. I like Derek Carr. What can I say? That's literally my only reason. I think he's so underrated. That's it. That's your your that's whole take. Your, uh, that's yes, your... Derek Carr. That's my take. Over Nihal, seven. We, Nihal, our viewers already put the house on on your on our locks and Derek you're, Carr. You're selling them on Derek Carr. A worst is a push for the season at seven wins, but they're getting seven wins. I'll tell you that. John Gruden, too. Sorry, I, I, that's one of the main reasons John Gruden, too. But Derek Carr, underrated, seven wins. Easy. All right. Okay. Jay, tell him. I think interesting take. I don't know if I agree with it. I mean, you think – what if the number – so you said it was seven and a half? Is that what you said? Or seven? Seven. It's just seven on FanDuel. If it was eight, would you take it at eight over? No, but I think seven – I wouldn't – See, honestly, I I'd probably consider it. It'd be fifty fifty for me, but seven is like the tipping point where I'm like, yeah, I, I got Raiders. I like the Raiders over seven. I think personally, the Raiders have pretty ass defense outside of Max Crosby, and right now they have the projected eighth hardest strength of schedule. Yep. based on opponents' win percentage. So I I just don't think I would bet this one at all i mean Carr's gonna get you some wins like he beat out the chiefs last year so i mean he can do it but i i I think there's better places to put your money and i think in general it's better to bet the under on teams because you never know of injuries like if Derek Carr gets hurt are you really starting nathan peterman for the rest of your season you expect him to hit seven wins no so Risky, but if, if you're gonna do it and you believe in car, right, seven here, wins here. isn't bad. All right, the, the way the way I see it, hold on. The way I see it though is, we got, listen, we got John Gruden, which is he hasn't proven his worth. He got rehired. He's itching. I'll get a winning. This is the year they finally break through. How do kind of think he's through again this year? Dad, Josh Jacobs, their offense looks really good. Great old lot. You're right. Their defense their weak point, but I think seven with the offense they have. Okay. So let's do it really quick. Let's really quick. I'll just rattle off your answer. I'll let's go through their schedule and tell me where you think they'll get their wins, all right? All right, hold on. Let me pull up their schedule then. All right. No, I have it right here. All right, tell all me. Right. All right. Week one, Baltimore Ravens. No. Win or loss. Oh. Okay, so 0 and 1. Steelers. Oh and two. I'll I'll give him an L for that one too. Fine. Okay. Dolphins, week three. Dub. Oh and three. Nope. 
win one of those three games. They're not going to lose three in a row to start this season. Yes, they that. will. Dolphins are a defensive team. I think they can they'll, they'll lose that one. But keep going. Chargers, week four. Uh, Dumb. Okay. You know, I, I'm big on the Chargers this year. I think they're going to be really good um, with Herbert. And they're, they're, they, their line is much improved and their defenders are back. But, okay, so two and two. Chicago Bears, week five. They get dumb. Dump, dump, dump. <laughs> <laughs> oh boys! Is that at home for them? Shout it out early. If I'm being at honest, home for the Raiders. If I'm being honest, it's a dub for the Raiders. Okay, fine. Three. So we got three wins. We're, we're above, the Raiders are above 500 right now in Nihal's world. I think that depends on if Field starts though. If Field starts, I think that's a an L for the Raiders. So that's where I will say. Okay, so week six should be a dub. Or actually, I don't know. The, the Broncos are tough. Broncos week six. What do you think? A dub. Give them a dub. I'll give, I'll give them an L just because uh, the defense is probably give Derek Carr some issues there. Okay, so three and three. All right. Philadelphia week seven. That's a dub. Come on. That's yeah. a dub. Uh, the Eagles suck. That's another that's another team I think is going to suck. Um, <laughs> week eight bye. All right, so week nine at New York. Dub. I don't care. I don't even know who New York is, yeah, but it's a dub. It's a dub. That's a dub. So five no and three. Defense. The Raiders are looking good this year. We're, we're, we're getting those – the report the Raiders are back, maybe, right now. All right, week mm. ten. Kansas City has a little loss. Come on. Five and four. All right. Week 11, Bengals. You know what? Uh, I'm gonna give him an L because I like the Bengals. Five and five. That's a dub for me. That's a dub. <laughs> yeah. So five and five, Neil. I'll, you know what? I'm gonna give him five and five because I don't think I'm giving him a very. I'm giving him a lot of lenient. Like I'm, I'm giving him all the fifty fifties. I've kind of been saying the Raiders. So I'm gonna just call this one an L to even us out at five and five. Okay, so now we had a little rough, a little, a little rough stretch here. Actually, the rough stretch at the end. All right, so um, <laughs> they have a tough schedule, like Jay said. Okay. Cowboys, week 12. Oh. Yeah, they lose that. In Dallas. In Dallas, all right. That's an L. Definitely an L. So, five and six. Yep. Okay, against uh, – at home go, against Washington. Go, I'll go call that a dub. Here. I'll I call that they, a dub. I don't think lose. Washington's going to be as good as people think they are. Don't, don't you disrespect my team here now. I'm a Virginia native, okay? Uh Redskins fan. I'm, I'm sorry. Watch the football team. Excuse me. We don't condone that. We're probably a sloppy second podcast. Jeremy, can you can you cut that out of the podcast? I don't want people to hear that. No racial allegations, please. What did he say? He said Redskins. We need to cut that out, please. You're right. The Washington R words. Okay. Um, okay. So you think that's a dub? So six and six. Yep. All right. So it's six and six, Nihal. All right. All right. Who's next? Chiefs again. L? L. Okay. Six and seven. To be fair, they did beat them once last year. So they did. They did. That that was actually an electric game. But right. I'll give them two L's this year on the Chiefs. I, I think the Chiefs are Okay, now we're hitting a little rough stretch. Browns week fifteen. That's an L. L six so... and eight. Denver week sixteen. I'm gonna give them the dub this time. They're gonna win the home game against Denver. Okay. So se- seven and eight. Seven and eight. So we 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 we're pushing right now. We're pushing. Colts week seventeen, oh, in okay. Indianapolis, yeah, in Indianapolis seven and nine. All right, 
Chargers, week 18, at home. That's at, home. at that point, you're not playing to hit like win losses too. So if they're in it, I mean, they'll play their starters, but if they're not, they're playing their backups at that point. Yeah, so know. depending if the, what the Chargers are doing, if they're in it, they might be playing backups. If not, so they could be, they could be eight, nine, seven, and ten. So maybe, maybe Nihal got some. To be fair, too, I, for that for that second half or literally the last like ten games we picked, I took all 50-50 games as losses. So I I feel like I was pretty fair with this, and that's still eight wins. Okay, that's valid. I, okay, okay, Nihal. So and that all and and I that's that all depends on too like. You know, if Josh Jacobs can run for more than three and a half yards a carry, if he can do that, I think they're they're getting eight yards a game. Or, yeah, sorry, eight wins a season easily. I feel like Josh Jacobs all of a sudden kind of had like now has like a negative perception about him because of fantasy. Like he doesn't catch passes. So well, not only like that, like system. his yards per carry is abysmal, dude. Like he, he yeah, they, they run the ball with him so much and he doesn't go anywhere. That's like the worst thing you could do as a running back. Is Obviously. their line bad now? No, they traded away some pieces this off season. Okay. So I, I'm not super high on them. I mean, I think their line is still good. They have that racist guy. I mean, you know, racist guys are the best all linemen. So I mean, incognito. Sure. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. All right. Um, Moving on from that garbage take. Um, yeah. Okay. That's so. Nihal gave us. We, these were supposed to be locks, and Nihal gave us two boards. All right. I just want all our listeners to remember: every time these guys say this, they eat their words. So I'm not worried about it. Y'all don't know shit. So these are supposed to be locks, and Nihal gave us two borderline ones. Jay, get get us right back on track with a lock, please. All right. Uh, I'm trying to get some plus money here, so I've got Dallas Cowboys nine wins over. Uh, NFC East is pretty garbage, so. When you have those easy kinds of games, it's it's you'll be able to get some easy wins. If Dak can stay healthy all year, this is I think you can hammer this one. Uh, shout out to Kevin, gave me the lock on this one. Kevin Perez from IU. Uh, shout out Dallas Cowboys over. I got New York Giants seven wins plus one ten under. So you got you two plus money. Yeah, the Giants, right you said under. Under seven wins, they're gonna I be had, one of the worst teams over. in football. That, that was one of my four. I had them over. Seven. Oh, oof. I like. Let me let me hear your take on that one. Over so twenty fifth, twenty fifth strength of schedule for the Giants in a do or die year for uh, Daniel Jones. I think, I think he'll play well. I, I don't think he's like a like a star, but I think he's a capable starter. I don't think he's horrible. They got some pieces back. They got Kenny Galladay, a legitimate wide receiver. Um, they got Saquon back. They made some moves in the O line. I I I like them. I think the Joe Judge. I don't think he's a bad coach. Oh, he's awful, bro. He's, he's, he's like a hard ass. He's a hard ass. But like, dude, he had like five players retire within a week during this off season. Like, I've never heard of that from any other coach. How how do you even do that? Like, your team doesn't back you at that point. Like, yeah, I don't know. But they even with Jones' injury last year, like they still were like. Oh, yeah, bad division, obviously. They're still kind of in the playoff race, and they they played hard. So I feel like, I feel like they'll be. I feel like seven, they'll at least push at seven. But I was looking at their schedule too, and I was thinking they could easily they could they could get eight. Some things go their way. They can get eight wins. So that's that was my thing. But okay, I like okay. I like yours. I like the Cowboys one. They have that. They have the supreme talent in that division. I like the the, the Washington football team uh, to win the division. But uh, the Cowboys have the most talent, especially on offense. 
It's probably a bad, 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 definitely offense, but um, I don't know. So my lock, my last lock is the Buffalo Bills, ten and a half wins over. So last year they had thirteen wins, and now they're ten and a half, and they have the twenty third strength of schedule. I think Josh Allen has been improving every year. I think McDermott is one of the best coaches in the league. So I think the Buffalo Bills could easily get eleven wins. Go eleven and six, even if they go two games worse than last year. This is this is just the vibes they got when the Packers that one year when the over and under was eight and a half, and they <laughs> ended up going to the NFC Championship game against the card uh, the Forty ers So I, I don't understand why they all of a sudden are at ten and a half. Maybe the straight schedule isn't isn't insane. Josh Allen's is a beast. I love the coach. Love the defense. So that's my lock. What do you think? Great take. No debates. Cool. Yeah, I like the Bills as well. Josh Allen is top five in the league. Okay, awesome. So let's go to the next award. We can go through these quicker. Um, who are your guys' MVP? MVP picks. Right now, MVP. I have Tom Brady plus fourteen hundred. Justin wow. Herbert plus eighteen hundred. Okay. The Bucks kept all of their starters on this offense and pretty much all of their defensive players drafted some more pieces. Like I, I I don't see why Brady can't do it again with all of the same people. So plus 1400, he's not even the front runner. I mean, you got Pat Mahomes at plus 500 as the favorite. Mm -hmm. Why not take it on Brady plus 14? So I, I would put some on that. And then Herbert, of course, I mean, He's going to ball out. Year two quarterback, like knowing the system better, not a COVID year, has like a full strength team now in offense and defense. I mean, he'd be a sneaky win. Yep. I like that. Tom, especially now they have Antonio Brown for Don Brady. Like now oh, yeah. he's actually been in the system for a whole offseason now and half the season. And now they'll start from the beginning. So I feel like that's not a bad pick. I love Herbert. I like Anthony Lynn as a coach, but like, Obviously, he made some mistakes and deserved to be fired. So, I feel like the Chargers is a sleeper team. Like, that, that's a good pick with Justin Herbert. Because he had one of the best rookie seasons, right, as a, as a yep. quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he broke a few records, actually. Okay, cool. So, my two picks were Josh Allen at plus 800 and Russell Wilson at plus 1600. And this is the reason. I think the Bills have a chance to have the best record in the AFC – and I think they have – I think they're one of the few teams that can upend the Chiefs and really give them give them a, a fight. Maybe the, the, the pressure was, or the moment was too big last year in the playoffs, but I feel like they're more hungry now. Josh Allen, again, is improving. He's a big boy. He can run. He can throw. He's a rocket arm. Love McDermott. So I think if the, if the Bills take that next step and let's say get the best record in the AFC, uh, and Josh Allen, again, has a great season, I think he could be looked at as the MVP, and then Russell Wilson. You know, he always starts off, like, the first six games of the year as, the, like, the front-runner MVP, I feel like, the last couple of years. Um, then he kind of just falls off. But now with that division being so good, and I feel like the, with the, the Rams getting so much attention, the Cardinals getting so much attention, the 49ers now have their team back. I think if the Seahawks have a good year and they, like, win the division, that could propel Russ and get him some MVP votes. Um, so I like the value at plus 1,600. These are Barstool's odds. So at plus sixteen hundred, I think Russ, who's always kind of like in that race, at least at the beginning, has good value at plus sixteen hundred. 
Yo, what about you? Yeah, if I had to go, I agree with Jay. I'm I'm big on Josh Allen. I'm actually really big on Josh Allen. If I had to put money for a bet, I'd put it on Josh Allen. If I had to say who I think is actually going to win MVP, though, um, I, I, it pains me to say, but I, I think Aaron Rodgers takes it again. Again? Again. I I don't – every time we've seen this man angry about his situation, he comes back and he absolutely tears it up. I I think this is this is the most pissed he's been in an offseason, obviously, like where everyone thinking he was going to leave. I think he's going to come in and he's going to, you know, remind everybody why, like, why he's fucking Aaron Rodgers, which it sucks to say, but I, I honestly think. Do you think he'll force feed Randall Cobb, like, 15 touchdowns this year? That, that would actually be – I could see him doing that. I could see him actually doing that. I'm not going to lie. That's why uh, – just going off track a little bit. I, I didn't pick Aaron Jones in fantasy because I thought Aaron Rodgers would be that guy that would just only want to throw touchdowns and not want to run the ball at all just to prove a point. Yeah, but, uh, and that's what I'm saying. I think he's got, like, a huge chip on his shoulder, and I don't know. He's He hasn't shown any sign of – he's the defending MVP. I don't, I don't see why he can't defend it again this year. Okay, like it's that. supposedly last dance. Oh, can we please talk about how they call it a last dance? I don't remember him winning uh, any Super Bowls in recent yeah, history. Yeah, Fucking last dance bullshit. Bring back K. Matthews. Guy couldn't get a sack to save his life the last two seasons. So bring him back. Last dance. Oh, let's bring back Donald Driver while we're at it. Get Greg Jennings. Bring him back. Yeah, fucking last dance my ass. That shit pisses me off. Anyway. Okay, next award, Coach of the Year. I had Brandon Staley, Chargers, theme of the Chargers, having a great year this year, at plus 1,300 on Barstool. The Chargers okay. were 7-9 and nine last year, and they threw away some games because of the bad play calling or bad time management with Anthony Lynn. So with the new coach, Herbert, another year under his belt, I think they're going to have a great year. I actually think they're going to be a surprise. I think they could win the division, a sleeper, a sleeper team to win that division. So I think Brandon Staley will win the Coach of the Year award. Yeah, that's not bad. I think this whole award category is kind of a crapshoot of, you know, which coach can, like, rally their team together. So, I mean, that was one of my picks. My other pick was Kyle Shanahan plus 1,400 on DraftKings. I mean, you get a get a coach with their team that underperformed last year, and if they can outdo expectations, they'll probably win this award. So, I'm leaning Shanahan just because he's an offensive genius, and he ends up playing Trey Lance anyway. This will make it look that much better for them if, they, if he wins this award. Yeehaw. This is a tough one. I, I agree. This is a crapshoot because it's it's really whoever, whatever team just surprises people the most is usually who wins Coach of the Year. But if I gotta go shock team, like I said, Cliff Kingsbury, baby. Oh, oh it's all right. It's I'm all right. big on the cards, man. And you guys, like I said, you always do this. You always act like I don't know what I'm talking about, and I always end up being more right than both of you. So I'm not worried about it. Next podcast, we're going to bring up all of your incorrect takes. No, yeah. and you can write it down because I, this we is the will. same thing when we did the mock draft and you guys were so far off, it was comical. Like, no, let's it was, have – It was comical. I like that idea. I like that idea. I think next pod, we should, we should go back, listen to our over-unders from last year, and then see who had who was the most right. We and could, we Yeah, we could do it halfway through the season. We could do it at the end of the season. We could do like a status update, whatever you want, and I'm not worried about it. Okay, yeah. Fine. I liked uh, another coach I liked was Stefanski. This, 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 the story wise. I feel like the Browns are, yeah. again, talented on both sides of the ball. 
So I feel like that's another one of those few teams that could upend the Chiefs on the AFC. So if they have the like two a, like favorites, Brady. Jay, they're both plus thirteen hundred. Those are the top two guys. Where's, where's the hot takes here? Yeah, it's Stefanski and Staley are those top two. These are locks, Jay. We're trying to give our right. viewers locks. We're trying to build credibility, and this is what we're trying to do. What are we trying to do here? Get, be Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman? Are, are, do we no just longer. disrespect ourselves? Do we have pride? Nihal, do we have pride? Oh, my God. I, I can't believe this is coming out of your mouth of all people. Don't even say this shit. Who, me? You, you are literally definition Skip Bayless. Who? You. What did I say? Dude, oh, my God. I remember last year when I did the mock draft. You're like, they're going to trade up and draft Mac Jones. What are you talking about, dude? I didn't fucking say that. That was Yeah, scary. you did. I did not say that. Don't put that I, in my mouth. I, I had Herbert. I said Herbert should go ahead of Tua. I said Herbert should be ahead of Tua. I did. I said that. Note that. We'll check the receipts. Yeah, we'll, we'll, do that, we'll do that on our cold takes episode. Okay. No, 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 no. But it wasn't It wasn't a who's going to be better. It was a mock draft what we think. I said Herbert was going to be better. Huh? I said Herbert was going to be better. And that was my, no, that was I know, my but we, that, wasn't the, that wasn't what we were doing. We were doing yeah, all right, draft. Just shut up. Shut up. All right. Next one. Oh, skip, Bailey. Suck. Skip. Skip. All right. Next. Next. We're going to do the last one. We're ended up with here. Defensive player of the year. Give me your locks. Just give it to me, Jay. Just tell me. This is the last one, dude. I, okay, I'm going to just go through all mine that I had real quick. Defensive player of the year, Nick Bosa, plus 1,600. Doesn't need to be said. This guy's one of the best players on the defensive side of football. Offensive rookie of the year, hot take, Mac Jones, plus 1,000. Lock it in right now while you can. Defensive rookie of the year, Quiddy Pay or Joe Tyron, plus 1,200. Quiddy Pay, plus 2,500, Joe Tyron. Okay. Uh, well, it looks know. like Jay did betting odds, but I'm, I'm going straight who's actually going to win. Aaron Donald's depoy. Easy, Aaron Donald. Every fucking day of the week. Oh, we're year. talking about we're talking about hot takes. Oh, Jeremy has no hot takes. Aaron Donald. Donald's do gonna mean? get triple teamed, oh, and he's know, gonna I didn't tear know Aaron his Aaron Donald deploy was a hot take. No, that's what I'm saying. Have some have some creative takes. I thought you just said we're not trying to be Stephen A. and skipping here. I I I think we should be that, but I guess according to Jay, we should. We just be saying shit out of our ass. Hey, we say shit out of our ass, we get it right, all right? That's what I do. But if you guys want to get shit out of your ass and be wrong, I mean, Okay, that's, that's all right. All when Quiddy Pay, when Quiddy Pay sure wins Defensive Player of the Year, when Quiddy Pay wins Defensive Player of the Year, you can come and tell me that's my face. All come right, okay. Mark, you're, you're writing it face. down. Writing it Pats down. Pats or Cavs winning Defensive face. Rookie of the Year. Here, we'll, listen to this hot right take. Now. Listen to this fucking hot take right here. Defensive Player of the Year, Miles Garrett, plus 600 on Barstool. What do you think about that? <laughs> I don't know. I think I don't mind that. He was he was second best odds, so that's not a hot take. But no, I, I like Miles Garrett because they brought Jadavian Clowney in. They they have very talented defense. I feel like he'll pressure the quarterback and he'll get a lot of sacks. He he could have won it last year. Um, did he win it last year? No, who won it last, no. won it last year? Yeah, no. Okay, so I, I like Garrett. I, I like the value. I, it wasn't a hot take, but I, I like him. Um, he's a beast. Just got an extension, so. Why would you take Garrett if you could take Khalil Mack is where I'm at there. Fucking hell. I'm just saying. I mean, Khalil is underrated as fuck. People still hate on him, and they say he can't get – he can't produce like his – well, So why is he going to do better than – what's he, he going to make him better than last year and the year before? Like, he got Eddie Goldman back this year. Okay, that's another guy. That's, that's true. Eddie Goldman's, double teams. Eddie Goldman's a beast. Eddie Goldman's a beast. Hicks, full health this uh, this season, playing on a contract year. I mean, I just think there's no reason for him to not produce this year. So I, I would write off last year altogether. All right, offensive rookie of the year. I got, I got Zach Wilson plus seven hundred. I, I think he'll, I think he'll do it. I think he'll be. I, I liked him 
the whole time. I, a lot of people shat on him, but I always kind of like Zach Wilson. Um, I think he's a gunslinger. He's he looked good in preseason. I think Corey Davis will also have a breakout year. So I think that that'd be like a, like a good one-two punch. Um, didn't have defensive rookie of the year. Don't know any of that shit. Patrick Sertan, maybe fuck it. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. If Joe Burrow's healthy all year, Jamar Chase, baby. Oh Jamar no, he's terrible. Oh my god, Jamar terrible camp. He had a terrible preseason. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. Jerry Judy dropped six balls in a game, but we know he's going to be good. <laughs> I I never know. I never. I'm shocked none of us picked Kyle Pitts. I feel like that was and his his value is not that like he's Plus not one of the favorites. Yeah, he's number five. Well, right now, I mean, a rookie tight end to win offensive player of the year. I I don't know if that's like a likely result. Yeah, no, we're talking uh, about we're talking about offensive rookie of the year. That's what I said. I meant to say whatever. Well, if he's actually like a generational tight end, like they're saying, this guy's going to be one of the greats. Like, put him up there with Kelsey. Put him up there with Kettle. Put him up there with Gronk. That's what they're saying. So, I'm yeah, you know how you know how often that's said about rookies. <sighs> I don't even know when is the Didn't last. Didn't they time say that about Noah win. Fant and Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson? Or are they saying the same thing? No, I don't think so. Not not as much as Kyle Pitts, to be fair, but they were saying similar comparisons to Noah Fant and Hawkinson. I'm not saying they're bad, but you know, Jeremy, I don't think a tight end has ever won Offensive Rookie of the Year. So if you're betting Kyle Pitts, I'm not betting hundreds. I'm putting my money on Zach Zachary Wilson right. plus seven hundred Jets. Lock it in. I mean, it's betting, be betting on close. offensive rookie of the year for any Jets quarterback, and I'm the one who makes hot takes. Oh God. Who do we, so wait? Who do we all have? Just to recap, we have Zach Wilson, so, Mac Jones, and who do you have, Neil? I had Jamar Chase and Pastor Tan. Okay, so let's do this. Let's we're gonna look back on this next year when we make this pod, mm-hmm. and for each person that's wrong, they have to. I don't know. They have, there needs to be some kind of punishment. No, we don't I have say we no, okay, let's yeah. play. Next, next, I'll look back at the podcast, and we'll, the next podcast we'll do it'll be a our um, cold we'll do like a, in like in retrospect or whatever they're called. We'll look back at what we said in the over unders last year. We did like a huge pod. It was like an hour and a half at least about because I think we did each teams. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'll listen to that, and we'll I'll tell us our record, and we'll go at it like that. We'll we'll see who's. Um, All right. Who's the most correct? Um, we'll look at like, a few of our old takes. That'd be a cool pod. We'll just look at our old takes and see. We'll, we'll write them down. We'll rediscuss what we had originally and then what we think now. Oh, I'm excited because you guys are going to look like retards. Hey, stay tuned for our next podcast. It'll be coming out very quickly. Make sure you guys subscribe to Sloppy Seconds Podcast on Spotify, Anchor. Yes. Uh, if you want good locks, if you want good sports takes, entertaining. Uh, thing to listen to while you're working remote from home tune in the sloppy seconds podcast so Nihal and jay good to see you guys again good to talk with you um stay safe out there uh stay good at the cor- in the corporate world don't get fired too fast um and yeah, i'm looking forward to talking to you guys soon <laughs> all right boys i'll see you later see ya fuck the pack <laughs>